0: Hello, kia ora, My alo, my name's Michelle, I'm the host of I'm Just Older Darling, a series of conversations with members of our communities, who are sometimes referred to as elders, their stories, their words. This was recorded during the lockdown of COVID nineteen. This conversation experienced some network issues, shall we say? I hope you enjoy it. I think it's still audible. Apologies for some of the quality. This conversation is with Shirley Friedman. She's an older member of the Caribbean community of Auckland.
1: My name is it's Shirley Friedman. Hello, Shirley. Um, and uh, I'm seventy-three. Uh and how long have we been in Auckland, how long have we been in New Zealand. My daughter and granddaughter emigrated uh, here 2004, I think, yeah, and I, I arrived December 2006 after I uh, made two or three visits here to have a look, see what it was like. And I recognised it straight away as a, well, as a British, former British colony, I saw very institutionalised and so on. Um, so I was prepared for that. Um, yeah, so I was involved with community organisations over in Britain. Uh, professionally, um, I started life as a shorthand typist and then went into social work. Um, and uh, so I'm now, I suppose, retired. I did work for over six years at the refugee centre in South Auckland um, after a few months working at Middlemore Hospital. The refugee centre, I felt very comfortable. People of all sorts of different cultures, and I'm certainly a multicultural person myself. Growing up with a black father and a white mother was quite something in my time in the 60s. Um, nobody else had parents looking like mine. <laughs> so... <laughs> That was quite something, and um, yes, Uh, so here in New Zealand, uh, I've lived in Auckland since December 2006, and um, got involved with community organisations, and I was chair of the Waitakere Ethnic Board, for example, uh, for about a couple of years. Involved with them via the refugee centre. I'm also um, volunteering with, um, with hospice, West Auckland Hospice, with a, a social group. Um, about four or five patients usually every uh, once a week, every week. And I do half a day at the Citizens Advice Bureau as well. Um, and I'm a Quaker, Religious Society of Friends, Quakers. And I was a Quaker uh, over in, in England and transferred my membership over here. Um, so I'm a member of the women's group. We meet twice a month. Um, and walking group, we meet every Tuesday morning. And I'm also... I've also uh, been assisting Kuwaiti Arabic-speaking. The past of six eight months, I uh, did a course with English language learners, home tutoring course. Um, So I've had Afghani women and Burmese um, and so forth. Uh, so it's been really interesting. I had a year, about a year's break and then um, this uh, present learner, I've uh, been, as I say, supporting her since about August, September, I think, last year. Um, so. Um,
0: How do you feel um, if the expression being an elder is, is pointed in your direction?
1: Being an elder... I think being an elder, uh, san, right, it's, um, it's a difficult one because in many uh, communities in so-called developing countries, even here in, in Maori, uh, in Pacifica, an elder is looked up to as somebody who is important, who has lived for 60, 70, 80 years, um, who is respected, uh, and who has a lot of knowledge, experience, wisdom to give to the younger folks. Um, in capitalist society, I don't think the term elder is used in a positive way. Um, and the tendency tends to be um, that younger people are the most important and the old ones, well, they should just get the pension shut up. And um, they're all um, grey hair and uh, walk the dog and things like that. I I don't feel that I mm, really uh, <laughs> fall into that category. Um, and I think I've, I've come across other people, other women who who may be doing all sorts of things for working um, and uh, feel more positive. So I think the term elder in the black community in other countries uh, is much more positive than it is here um, because we're much further away from nature. We are, we think we're, humans think they're superior anyway. Um, But elders has not got a very positive tone about it, generally speaking.
0: Okay. So saying that, who were the elders in your day? Who were the people that you respected and thought of, of the elders in your day?
1: Um, well, let me see. I remember I spent about five years over in my father's country, uh, Guyana, which 98% of people have never heard of, so I always say to them, well, I know that you know, you have heard of the country next door, Venezuela, uh, bordered by Brazil. Um, so the elders... I would say, I mean, my my uh, father's mother, I remember when I was over in what was then British Guiana. we lived for about two or three years on the island, and uh, she's a lovely little lady, and she's saying, Come on, now, surely, come on come on down to the river, we'll do some washing. And uh, she's, a, she's a dear, um... And those sort of five years or so over there, Um, I I, I cherish forever because that was very community orientated, we went into each other's houses, rooms, it was something that, but I knew my place amongst uncles, aunts, cousins, parents, um, and so on. But my parents returned me to to England and that was the end of, in a way, looking up to an elder. That was the the end of um, living in community. Returning to the nuclear family was very different, very difficult. Uh, So I guess you could say I looked up a little bit to my father um my mother's mother as well although she was she had, uh, she was um she had cancer so didn't really get to know very much about her because she was ill a lot of the time an uncle and I looked up to him um so um yeah, an older cousin' about fifteen years older so um
0: yeah that's kind of that's quite a diverse group of people it is <laughs> for someone to describe where. Guyana is in relation to south america in your own words
1: the former british guyana uh i get asked sometimes where what language they speak there i said well Mm. english (laughs) it is bordered by brazil and venezuela and it's seven miles away from trinidad um it's in the atlantic ocean to the caribbean sea um Next door, to, also bordered by Guyana, it became independent in the 1960s, is um, Suriname, which is the old Dutch Guyana. And next to Suriname is French Guyana, which is still a territory
0: belonging to France. Do you think you're treated differently now, you're older, or what, how people perceive you?
1: Mm. Uh, am I treated differently now? Um that's a difficult one. I guess um people generally think I'm in my fifties or perhaps about sixty, and I say that seventy three they don't really uh again it's this idea of 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 uh, of uh, of being an elder so if I think people already know my age before I meet them, they begin to treat me differently because they don't know that I'm active. I can walk around and I, can, I, I uh, do all sorts of things. And, um, am I treated differently? Um, I think because I know I'm different, uh, and I'm a bit older, uh, I'm careful uh, living mainly on my own. I did have students at one time. I had a friend coming and going. So I'm careful in how I um, uh, treat myself, my body. I say, surely look at the floor. Why must I look at the floor? Because that's where your feet are. Uh, and watch out for the mat. And if you're going on the, on the ladder, um, be careful as well. Um, because uh, your body might be lying there and no one knows about it. So am I treated differently? Um, uh, that's a difficult one. Because, um, yes, yeah, sometimes I am. Depends on the age of the person that i'm interacting with we don't always know how we come across so uh, it's a difficult one to um because i haven't been here all my life so being brought up in 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 england may be a bit different from how one is brought up here
0: in the current lockdown or um how do you think it's impacted you and do you think um being an elder as given you the ability to maybe deal with it slightly better
1: how has it impacted me um well i'm still in touch with our quaker worship group a lot um i'm, I'm a phone contact um thing how's it co- i've been out most days uh having a walk i'm a stubborn sort of person i don't like being told what to do and uh, stay stay home My daughter tried to say, uh, (laughs) oh, you're over 70, and you're supposed to stay home. And I said to her, "Um, well, you know, I haven't seen any police or military at at my gate or walking up and down the road. Um, Occasional police car around, but then there usually is. Um, But um, so certain shops are closed and you must shop at these two big supermarkets. Well, I don't like buying veggies at supermarkets because, they're more expensive, they package them up and um, charge you more and you're going to throw the packaging away anyhow. So I went sniffing around and uh, thought, ah, okay, there's a veggie shop there, there's such and such there. Um, the other thing was that my Fijoa, but two Fijoa trees were dropping Fijoas, so it was an opportunity to share that with, um, with friends, four or five different friends, obviously keeping a social distance um, but it's also uh, it's also uh, one or two who are isolated, meeting up with them as well, having a a chat with them, or one of them just said leave them on the doorstep, and I and I sort of texted back that's absolutely fine, chat for ten minutes or just drop them on the doorstep. I didn't put any pressure on anyone at all, and um, so I think the the main one, I would say is that not being able to do my usual community activities um, like uh, a, a helping out at the CAB, going along to the library, community centre, um, taking packed lunch, meeting up with one or two people I know there, and, um, and adventuring further. Uh, so what I did was to go around different reserves and discovered two or three I didn't know, didn't know about um, Sniffing around for Blackberry, um, things like that. So, um, yeah, I didn't stop in every day.
0: Um, do you think the technology has, had, has been helpful during this period of the lockdown?
1: Absolutely. Um, we've had, so I've had, uh, I forgot to mention, at Zoom meetings. Um, a guy at the Quaker, Quaker meeting, he helped online he, he, for about three quarters of an hour. There was uh, the main reason was that there was a kind of a security screen that I didn't realise on the computer. Otherwise, I'd have been able to get the Zoom thing done myself. But anyway, a couple of Zoom meetings um, a week, what with the uh, with the band, but also with our Quaker uh, group as well. They began, um, and obviously emails were very important very important and they continue to be important as well uh so technology was was, was very very useful and the, and the and talking i mean at least every day talking to someone that's why as i say, with this quaker group we had a um contact telephone contact so that somebody was responsible for ringing me every day or every other day and i was, was responsible for ringing, ringing, somebody else. Um, so I still am. I haven't, I haven't rung uh, this lady yet, but that's fine. We, we agreed uh, a, a three times a week was plenty. Um, so technology has been really very useful, um, especially, with say, with Zoom and emails and oh, and and the, and the WhatsApp um, as well. And um, seeing each other on Zoom has has been really good.
0: You're inspiring. You're inspiring. You're very inspiring. With the use of technology, you're very inspiring.
1: Right, there's two two particular people. There's a guy who's 94, or is it 93, and there's a woman who's 56 or 57. The person who has the most difficulty with, with um, technology is not the 56, 57-year-old. It, not Sorry, it's not the 93-year-old. It's the 57-year-old woman. Um, she doesn't do emails, uh, and she, it, it texts to and fro is, is, is all that she does. Uh, there's another woman I know similarly. Um, she, I'm not sure that she can read texts. So, um, when it comes to older and I think one has also has to look at, at things like that, um, I know I'm old-fashioned in some ways and still got um, things I could learn. Um, but even, the, even the, the term podcast, I think, well, now, what does that mean? And they're talking about a QR screen or a QR code. Uh, now, do I need to Google what a QR code is? <laughs> and The assumption is that we all know what it means and who is we? <laughs> Uh, so um, there are uh, lots of bit of the technology that I don't know and don't have a lot to do with uh, that I've heard of, uh, like Twitter and Instagram. I, I, I don't have I don't really have anything too much to do with that. But then, you see, my daughter is not on Facebook, but I am. Uh, and she's a computer person. So that's part of her job. So I think she she chooses not to be on Facebook, um, so which is fine.
0: What would you do differently? If you could speak, your older self could speak to your younger self, what would be the advice you would give if my old if my old self your, your current self yeah, mm. if your current self could speak to your younger self, oh. what would you tell them?
1: Oh. Let me see now that's a that's a difficult one. Um, I think I'd say uh don't worry much don't worry about getting older um and i don't i don't really worry about getting older. I've had my three score years and ten, so I've got nothing to worry about really that's what I said to the specialist yesterday at the hospital <laughs> and um so I'd say to uh yeah I'd say to my younger self, especially some my twenties and thirties oh it's not it's not too bad being older. Uh, thanks again, uh, just live for the moment, uh, continue to be kind to yourself, and I think that might, one of the most important things I'd say, and I say this as to to all women, is to look after yourself first, last, and always. Because if I don't look after myself, how can I possibly look after anyone else, or ex- put the expectation of somebody else looking after me and so I think I've, I've grown up with that kind of thing that I don't expect people to be looking after me and I would say to, the young, to my younger self don't have that expectation get on with life and just continue to give what you can and when you've had enough uh, sit and sit a while in the background and just just be uh, a spiritual being. Because many of us are taught and we learn about, yes, about human doings all the time, and we forget that we're human beings first and foremost. So having that spiritual ethos is really important. And when things become difficult, just go for a walk, take it easy, don't get angry. Um, I remember not seeing my sister and my mother and so on for for quite a few years. There was a parting of the ways. My husband and I moved to a different city. Um, I went to uni and um, kept in touch by birthday cards and christmas cards um and it was um yeah look back on that and i think ah oh, it was difficult uh so don't take things to heart um just um just take your time to make decisions and if someone annoys you just walk away um and don't don't always Give them power that you're going to shout or scream at them or call them names or swear or anything like that. Uh, Just walk away from them because you don't know what they're going through and they don't know what you're going through.
0: Thank you for the conversation, Shirley. I'm Michelle, your host. I'm just older, darling. It's brought to you by Same Same But Black. There's a series of conversations with members of our community sometimes referred to as elders, movers, shakers, doers, musicians, based in West Auckland and wider New Zealand. Each person has an interesting story and a perspective of their life. That was episode six of I'm Just Older Darling.